And if the beat live, you know Lil Juke made it. Big ass chain round my neck, so these niggas know I'm rich. And I don't need shit but the dick. Big ass stack in this purse, so these niggas know I'm working. I'm holding this block in my Birkin. Niggas got a whole that L trying to come for my pen. I'm really finna make another M. Now tell me how the fuck I'm in the wrong if I don't want the nigga and he still ain't fucking with the bitch. I be working, I make moves in silence. Hoes might never like me and I'm fine with it. Nasty, I'm a real nigga fantasy. I'll drop dead for a broke nigga, handle me. Do say, this bitch is Nothing to buy shit. Sorry, hoes hate me cause I'm the it girl. I ain't never asked to be the shit girl. Don't call me sis cause I'm not your sister. Really need to come and get your mister. Seen all my ops linked up in the picture. Everybody look busted, injured. Stockin' my page, bitch, probably wanna scissor. Owl in the mouth like I kiss her. I be working, I make moves in silence. Hoes might never like me. Auntie trying to relate to this song. Shit. Said, I, said, I related. Okay. That's my part when that girl be like, it girl. Yeah, I was like, girl, I be working. Yes, because we out here working. All right. And we're back again. Hey, everybody. Hello. My name is Damio. And I'm Erica Mona. And this is Cross Cultured. <laughs> I was like, oh. Trying to put some cross, cross cultured. Some spirit, some energy. Some. Well, hello, girl. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well. Happy Women's uh, Month. Women History, Women History okay. Month. Okay. Shout yeah. out to all the girls out there. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all my baddies, my ladies, my independent ladies. Hi. All the girls that got those. All the girls that got the win on snow chain. Okay. The That's players. Oh, it's another day. We're out here. How are you? How are you doing? What's the highlight of your week? Give us the tea. What made highlight. you smile? I don't know. I had a professional win, I guess. They said, okay. I'm a superstar. Oh, really? At your job? Mm. Nice. But I've been in that. Them bitches late. But it's nice to hear that. You know what I'm saying? Of course, obviously, they're late. But it's nice when you hear it from your upper ups. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. At least they acknowledge it. You see, and you let me know that you see what I already know. It's the Scorpio in me because the lady who said it was a lady who really tried to bring me down before. Like she was talking big shit about me in my classroom Mm. and how I'm doing this and da 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 da. And little did she know, I am the it's girl. Period. Good job. Good for you. So anyway, that was good though. That's good. That's it's some good. workplace drama, but I don't want to tell y'all because I think no, because nah, my coworkers be listening. Oh, you have coworkers that listen? Yeah, they listen now. That's nice. Well, thank you all for listening. Shout out to y'all. Uh, well, for me, most of my highlight, 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 highlight. You know what? Today, um, I had a client that was supposed to come, and one of my policies is um, no additional guests, right? Mm-hmm. Because I do hair in my personal space. Mm-hmm. I have a baby, and we're in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. And then when people bring extra guests, it's just so much. It's rowdy. People be eating. Like, it's just like, I don't need that extra. Like, you sitting down. I got to entertain you. Exactly. Like, yeah. let's just keep it professional. You know, when you're doing your, doing, when you go to do your hair, if you have yeah. a good stylist, it's like, you know, you have the, you guys have personal conversations. Like, right. it's a good flow. You know what I mean? So, it's a new client. Um, I've had, you know, conversation with her in the past. And she was like, I send people details like two days before of the appointment. So, mm-hmm. like, okay, you could check their address. You could calculate how long it's going to take you. 
You know what I'm saying? Don't don't wait last minute when your appointment is at 12 o'clock, 11 a.m. You're like, oh, how long is this place? Then you're like, right. oh, wait, it's two hours away. You know? Right. Anyway, back to the point. So I sent a message two, hours, um, two days ago with all my policies and all that. It, an hour before her appointment, she was like, oh, I'm coming from a far place of, or an hour away. Um, and um, can the person who's driving me, you know, stay? Because I see that you have... No guests allowed. So mind you, she called me. Mm. So it caught me off guard, you know, because middle of like working and stuff. And I was like, yeah, um, but let me call you back, you know, because I was just a little bit like, Wait, what? <laughs> you know, and you know, typically when I have something going on with my job, like I was like, Tasha, like, girl, what should I do? Yeah. So I thought, but I'm like, no, I'm not going to change my policy. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you've known this days yeah. ahead, you know. Um, and sorry. It's yeah, I'm like, no guests allowed. You know, I'm like, she could stay in the car. The weather's better now. I'm like, there's a McDonald's down the street. There's a restaurant around the neighborhood. So for me, my highlight is that I was, I'm proud that I stood up for myself. And I, you know, I was like, this is my policy. And I didn't, you know, waver. I wasn't nervous. I, I Yes, I enforced the boundary. Because when you enforce boundaries, it's mainly for you. You know what I mean? And make people respect it. And she was like, that's fine. I'm like, okay. Because I'm like, is either you're meant to be my client or not. You know what I'm saying? It's not by force. I'm not going to force this money. You feel me? Right. So, girl, I was like, good job, girl. Gotcha. And did she in here? Yeah, she was like, that's fine, okay. You know, she, didn't, she, she didn't end up coming because, as I said previously, she ain't checked, the, you know, how far the distance is going to be. So, she's rescheduling, whatever. Um, you ashamed but, of yourself. <laughs> she should be ashamed. <laughs> Are you not embarrassed? Okay. I be trying to stay professional. Like, I make sure I dot on my I's, cross on my T's. You know what I'm saying? And I understand things happen, but... Listen, I was like, no, I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. I'm sorry for the inconvenience. Mm-hmm. And let me know if it works out with, for you. If not, I totally understand. Okay. Erica said she's the it girl. Okay. That's what I'm going <laughs> to name this episode. It girl. Yes, I like that. It girl. I want to sound like Roland Ray so bad. Real quick. <laughs> girl. girl. You sound nasty. I'm sorry. Girl. He sound like he constantly drowning. One last thing I want to do mention. Um. Listen, I really love my job as a lactician because I really meet great people and it's like great conversation. I met this person. He's getting his PhD from Northwestern. You know, Northwestern is a great mm-hmm. school and it's a black guy. And it's like, okay, blackness. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And he was telling me, because we're talking about different professions and stuff. And he was like, you know what he, someone gave him an assignment to do that. Think about what your perfect day is. Like literally write down what your perfect day looks like from top to bottom. And does your profession allow you to have that? And I'm like, oh, because he's like your perfect day, your lifestyle, like your profession should work into that. You know, you, you don't want to have a job or situation where it's taking you away from that. Right. At least like your lifelong career grow profession. Right. Like, of course, work get, gets hard and whatever. Right. But overall, like, are you like, you know, being uncomfortable? Are you are you not being healthy mentally, physically, financially because of a job that you have? Like, if right. it does not align with what your perfect day looks like, and I'm like, damn, that's deep. That's why I stayed in education mm. because I don't have perfect days, but I get to have my summer. Yeah. Like, that summer be mattering to me. You know, and that's important. Because I can't even imagine. I can't remember the last time I had to seriously work in the summer. Because, mm. yeah, because, like, even in college and school, it's like, Summer. It's summer, right? So the framework of my entire life has always been like my summers summer. are lazier. 
And that's important. That's so important. It's important. And for me, with being a loctician, it really does align with what my perfect life will look like. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I create my own schedule and all of that. And I was just like, so my point was to say, you know how we talk about the high level days. Audience, you guys think about that. You know what I mean? What does your perfect day look like? Write it down and does your profession, you know, does it align with it? You know, you want to be one. You want to be whole. Like, Holistically solid. Okay, you giving the people inner work. Okay, but yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's it. Giving tranquility, peace of mind. Okay, my merch. <laughs> right, it's not March Madness anymore. You know, college no. used to be like March Madness. No, but it really was madness. It was March. like year to year, back to back. Yeah. But, uh, uh. No, this time it's March meditation. Ooh, You're I like that. March meditations. Calm. I like March. That. Manifestation. Because last week, I was like, I hope this isn't something that we're going to talk about every episode, you know. So, um, the main issue right now is that many immigrants, especially black immigrants, Africans, Mm. they are trying to leave Russia. They're going to different borders. But um, Ukrainian, they have this, um, Ukraine, they have this Ukrainian policy where it's called Ukrainian first. So whoever, right, so it's like, you know, you're trying to get on the train, you're trying to get on the bus to, like, pass the border, go to Poland or whatever neighboring countries. They're only accepting their people to go first. So we've seen videos of where, you know, black people are, like, front in line, and they're like, no, Ukrainian hmm. first. Is it Ukrainian as in citizens or Ukrainian Ukrainian as, as in wise. Okay. Yeah, of I course. Be of like course. Of course. Specific. Definitely. So currently over 677,000 refugees have fled the conflict in Ukraine so far with neighboring countries opening their doors to tens of thousands of people since the Russian invasion. I actually, actually just saw that a lot of um, Nigerians were able to escape. So they're back in Nigeria. I have a friend that actually went to school with in Nigeria, I went to primary school with her, and she is in Ukraine. Damn. Yeah, and people wonder why are, why are Africans in U- Ukraine? They have a, they have good medical schools there. Yeah. So you know, people, you know, Africans we be everywhere. Okay. Okay. Um. So she actually posted on her Instagram and gave out like sources, resources of how to like leave safely, because you see situations where there are families. There's a two month old baby out. Jeez, Ukraine. It's Europe is cold as fuck. It's the winter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and we posted on our Instagram as well. Um, but it's just, what do you think about that? Because, you know, it's just so much going on. People are like, it's racist. What's going on? Like, black people always put first. What are your thoughts? I ain't going to lie. I've definitely tuned out a lot of this only because I just am so tired of, like, experiencing racism through every lens. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's like, you know, I see the posts going around that, like, It could be a pandemic, it can be a war, it could be famine, it could be whatever, but racism is always going to have time today. Always. You know what I'm saying? It's always going to be time for racism. And for me, that's just kind of what it is. It's just kind of like, what can we say? You know, it's like, the story is not new. This is Mm -hmm. not a new narrative. Mm -hmm. It's just a different place. Yeah. A different saga. So what I would say to that, I do agree that obviously racism, like, come on now, you're black, it's like, go back to the back of the bus, okay, end of the line. But you know what I would say is, I think every nation, every country, as people, we naturally 
would gear to our people first. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. We naturally would be like, okay, this is Ukraine, this is America, Americans first. Because it's like, you're the citizen of the country, you're the people of the country. Um, you need, like, obviously other people need the help because we mm-hmm. all live, but it's like, we're going to go for our people first. Because I, you know, I'm like, if this happened in Nigeria, let's say it was Nigeria and Ghana. Nigeria is going to be Nigerian first. Like, right. come on out. There's a point where Ghana was, Ghanaians where they went to, they migrated to Nigeria for, you know, better life, opportunity. But after a point, Nigerians are like, we're tired of Ghanaians being here. Nigerians yeah. are taking all our, our jobs, whatever. Hence, the Ghana must go back. They yeah. created a bag for them to be like, yeah. Ghana must go. You still, know what I'm saying? It's still trademark. Yeah, yeah, so besides the racism part, I do believe that it's also just a natural thing for you to be like, no, nah, are people going to go first? I think this is a big wake-up call for our African countries because it's like, why is that many of us are fighting so hard to leave our countries to go be in a racist-ass country? Because many Nigerians, many Africans are like, I don't care how racist they are, let me just leave Nigeria. Yeah. Let me leave this lack of opportunity. Let me leave lack of electricity, yeah. of good roads, of health care, of finances, of whatever, employment. Like, let me leave. Yeah. Let them be racist. Let, let them treat me anyhow. At least I'm in a, in a better place. Because besides the racism, it's still a better place. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I think that alone should be a wake-up call. And I was also seeing in the media that, you know, okay, with this whole Ukraine-Russia thing, they kind of gave out warnings a while ago. Like, now it's major in the news and stuff. Right. But they've given out warnings. So it's like, okay, the Nigerian ambassador, the Ghanaian ambassadors of this country, is like, you guys didn't prepare? You guys didn't prepare to try and figure something out? Like, it's now last minute y'all want to be shouting and, oh, get our people safe? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. You know, because, you know, it's just kind of like... I was sitting, like, jokingly to myself thinking, like, damn, I wish I played ba- Battlefield as a kid. Who wants Battlefield? It's a game that, um, it's like one of those Hasbro games. And the whole, like, premise of the game is, like, foreign affairs. Mm-hmm. It's, like, understanding, yeah. um, you know, like, I can bomb your ship and your country because I have these resources. Like, it's oh, literally okay. understanding that shit. And I'll just be thinking, like, it's so crazy because we are all just pawns of a system that we have no control over. Mm. At the end of the day, there's nothing I can really do. You know what I mean? Not to sound morbid, but it's just kind of like, you know, even as Nigerians, as Africans, we're just all subjugated to things that we have no control over. Yeah. And it's like, how do we gain control of our own lives, of our own narratives, and of our own rights? I think our government just needs to be... I don't know. I don't want to yeah. say they need to be all like someone needs to go and like finish all of them. Okay. Have fresh people come. A government is a major role as to why we're in a position that we are today. Another point that I do want to talk about with this whole media of Russia and Ukraine, all their like other reporters, they're like, oh, you know, we don't see, you know, Ukrainians as refugees, you know, like this are educated people. This are families. This are doctors. Like this isn't like, you know, the third world world. This is Africa, the Middle East. So why is this going on? It's like, really? Uh, what's this guy's name? What's this African, South African guy that he has this? Um, Trevor Noah? He said, very good point. He, he said, he was just like, white people, Europe, y'all been in war for years, G. Like the hundred yes. year war, like y'all been in war for years. Y'all World War One, World War Two, like you. it's you, G. It's always so you. now this moment, <laughs> it's like you and somebody. Like, th- this is your origin, G. Yeah. Like this is you guys' origin. Like when you think about Spain, France, it's all some type of war story. Everywhere that's going everybody on. was in war with was was somebody from okay. Your, your so, side. Your okay, side. okay. So now y'all want to make it an African Middle Eastern thing? Like okay, yeah, we know shit going on down there, but y'all ain't special. It's just kind of like. 
how do I say this without sounding horrible? Nah. I've had no empathy empathy for this white shit. I have empathy for humans mm-hmm. and what's going on. Like, oh, it's so sad that there are so many innocent victims. Yeah, yeah. As far as the actual Russia, Ukraine, they drama. Yeah. I don't care about y'all mm. because, you know, it's like to me, as soon as I seen all the racism coming out, I was like, I knew y'all was going to show y'all asses. I wasn't I just, surprised. I wasn't. I was like, well... Lo and behold. What did we expect? They didn't save the black people first. <gasps> Shocker. Right. Like, right, right. That's just how I felt. It's really unfortunate. I hate to sound so unemotional and detached. I, you know, shout out prayers to those people. But it really is like Russia. Russia ain't never been a good guy in any story. Gee, so, never. I feel like just every just the history of Russia. Every time I hear like, of Russia, it's just some, uh, some we're the spy. Like you always the Disney villain. Gee, always. <laughs> Gee, the accent be so strong and sounding demonic. <laughs> Sputnik. Russia. We're Russians. And we're going to kill your people. <laughs> in your country, you do not know. I'm like, get your deep down ass out of here, bro. I know they be suffering in Russia, too. You let them suffer. They be suffering, too. With the cold ass. Suffering cold. <sighs> Let ice punish you. I know. But yeah, I just hope we could get together. As like, globally, as a world, we could just get it together. We too, we too old for all this nonsense. Now we too old. Yeah, come on. Okay, let's switch it up, girl. Okay, the next topic is a little bit more lighthearted. Is it light? It was heavy. It was look heavy. I'm like, the- is it light? You talking about lighthearted? Is it light? Erica, come on, let's behave. <laughs> so let me paint the picture for you guys. Mm. I went out with my good friends, my good girlfriends, one Saturday. And we went to like a music thing, and then I get on Twitter, and Big Sean is trending. Okay. And I like Big Sean. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a good guy. Yeah. He's devoted to Janae Aiko. I think he's under, you know, he's um, undervalued in hip hop. Absolutely. He's a fellow Midwesterner. All good things for Big mm-hmm. Sean. Mm-hmm. And then I found another reason mm. to love Big Sean. Please do tell. What so is that reason? So Big Sean. I've always wondered why he calls himself Big Sean. I wonder. I always thought, oh, he's six foot. Yeah, because he's a skinny dude. He's kind of lanky. Yeah. Maybe like he has a son, but no, he's the junior. So mm-hmm. I was like, why is he Big Sean? Like, and he says it, Big Sean, boy, how big is you? You know? What's big about Big Sean? Then he makes these noises, boy, yo, yo, you know, Ooh. and it's kind of everything has started to make sense. Really? How so? So on Twitter, a leaked picture of Big Sean's Big Sean mm. got leaked. Mm. And I'm not a gamer. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't play games. But <sighs> in comparison to a, what was that? A Nintendo Switch? It was, yeah, it was like a Switch, yeah. It, it, That's what it, it was. It was like it switched some things around. Some, it oh, was it would switch some things around. It was equivalent. It was comparable even. To the Nintendo Switch. So basically his dick, the picture of his dick was wow. out. <laughs> oh, let's get to it, bitch. Every innuendo <laughs> I threw, you exploded. <laughs> Whoa. No, because of how big it is, it is worth saying dick. You gotta call that shit dick. You know what I'm saying? Damn. It's a dick. Penis. <laughs> Penis. Wow. Now, Honestly, all jokes aside, mm-hmm. it was like giving, as me and the girls, we kikied about it. It was giving, like, perfect boyfriend dick. Explain. What do you mean perfect boyfriend dick? Like, uh, what is that? Is there different categories? Like, oh, okay. All right, you guys, grab your notebooks. Mm-hmm. I'm about to tutor y'all. 
So the thing is, our camera guy looking at us like, hold on, let me. <laughs> um, this is the perfect boyfriend dick. The perfect okay. boyfriend dick. It has just enough girth to be fulfilling, to be warming. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm, just like I got the chills. You know, <laughs> like, this, it gives you that sigh of relief, yeah. that instant sigh. Of relief. Like when it's just, just like <sighs> that. But it's not so much that it's intimidating. Because some guys, yeah, some guys are just like, boy, you big. You just supposed to be looked at, not touched. Like, ah, ha, 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 you a porn star. Like, it's not fun. Exactly. It's like, mm-hmm. mm, it's giving, I have to find too many angles to enjoy this. Right. Okay, girl, you know about it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I just tease you. It's okay. I'm agree with you, though. I'm agree with you. I'm agree with you. And then there's the other side of those things. See, the thing with a good boyfriend dick is that it's something that you never get tired of. Mm. That's why it's like we can go for hours and hours. And that's what Mooney was talking about. I'll be money. What's that? Money long. Money long. That's mm-hmm. what she was talking about. Mm. That was the hours and hours and hours. Because mm. you can't go hours and hours and hours when nothing is too big. Yeah. And yeah. you for damn sure can't go no hours and nothing is too, too little. Yeah. So that's what it is. It was giving girth. With just the right amount of length. People are like, you see why Ariana Grande was all up on his ass, boy. No, you see why he be engaged like that. Because you could marry the instantly. You're like, I can do with this for the rest of my life. Absolutely. You look at that and you say, I am committed. Absolutely. Like, this is the one. This is it. This is the one. What else am I looking for? I am fulfilled. Because men don't understand the sex plight. So wait, real quick. Let's, you know, real quick, real quick. So the size matter. Because, you know, this is always a conversation. So, are you saying size matters? Size always matters. Mm. It's always mattered. It would, you know what I mean? It's always mattered. But we just have other things to supplement. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like a report card. If you failing your homework, you better have a good-ass test. Or if you fail the test, turn in all your homework. Okay. That's what it is. So, it's like if your size ain't there... Then everything else got to supplement. That's when you know your oral. Mm-hmm. You know you got to be a good cuddler. Maybe Dang. get my mind right into sex. So you're saying, so I mean, so if all those things come to play, that means maybe size is not, much, not so much of a big deal. No. If those things can like substitute the size. No, 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 no. Okay. That creates the feeling. But, okay. if, the, but if the size is just there, we only have to do all that preamble. Sometimes yeah. if the size is there, we can just... Sure, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't even got to do it. Like, even if the cuddling is great, the oral is great, it's still like, you feel like a little something. It's like, oh, that's cute. I can be but with it, you. But like, I still feel a little empty. Like a little something. It's a little gap. It's like, when I saw Big Sean's picture, I felt like pumpkin seed soup with, with, with like some flowers. You like pump, pumpkin seeds? Like yeah, pumpkin? like pumpkin squash. You yeah. like squash? Yeah, from Panera, that butternut squash soup. I never had squash. See, you got to try that. That's how fulfilling it was. You squash the shit. Smooth, hearty, mm. warm. Fulfilling. Fulfilling. Mm. You know? Sat- you satisfied. Yeah. Mm. Like, you know what? But you know what? He said that he didn't leak the picture that it's not him. Because, you know, apparently it was leaked in his close friends on Instagram. His thumb. But I, it think, was it thumb. Was, I think it was him. Dude. I know that thumb. I think it's him. The it, thumb matching. But anyway, girls, Big Sean can continue to call himself Big Sean. All right. He is big in D. I know he still got the picture in my phone. I ain't deleted it. 
I mean, I mean, when we sent to each other, we're like, this is perfect. It was amazing. It's, it's a, you know what? It's beautiful. It was great to look like. Yeah. And another thing, because there'd be some ugly penis out there. Outside of the size, can we talk about the etiquette of the picture? Did we really talk about this man? No, it was great lighting. He going on in his. Dick. It was clean. It no, was because some, he says he was shaved. It was shaved. It was clean. The lighting was good. Ooh. Then he gave you something. Let me give me that switch, boy. Just, honestly, just, just give it to me. Yeah, even even the prop of the switch was a great accent. Because then he gave you something to like compare. Yeah. It was like, oh damn, that shit be in kids' hands, and their hands be like this. They it don't be, be close together. They be making you fall in love. I it does. I'm about to go listen to the Big Sean Holder. I don't know if you remember that. It's this little video that was. Going around on Instagram with this lady saying, you know, once he fuck you good, the dick be having your dick matized and he hitting you in the right spot. Yes, and you I just don't know what you doing. And you are captured. Okay. Like, that's you, you have to be careful. You have to be careful. When Janae was saying, I'm triggered. Everything's <laughs> happening. I'm on the way, pussy fairy. <laughs> when she was saying, I have trauma <laughs> from this relationship. This I'll be triggered if something like that leave me. Listen. That's the trigger in itself. Listen. She triggered for real. I get it. But good, you know, shout out to you, big child. Yes. As we said, that dick can make you fall in love. Much let's respect. Talk, let's talk about love. Is mm. love blind, girl? Girl, this season, it was not. This season of Love and Blind. Love is Blind. Season two is out. You know, the reunion came out today. I know. I'm going to watch that tonight. I watched it. And you know, there's some points that we want to talk about. Um, one of the first things we want to talk about is Deeps, like Deeps and Shake. They're the mm. only um, Indian couple. Actually, the first yes. Indian couple. And I was happy to see that dynamic, mm. you know. Because um, sometimes when we think about, oh, let there be other races, we just think about black, you know. Yeah. So I like that it's not just black or Latino. It's Indian. Yeah. And Shake, you know, he came in asking, like, you know, do you work out? Can I put you on your shoulder? What's your dress size? You know, like, I, you know, are you big? Are you small? Basically, he's all about the physical, yes. okay? And, you know, he did mention that he's only and always dated, like, blue-eyed, blonde girls. So not just white girls, but specifically blonde, blue-eyed girls, you know? And he connected with Deeps. Deeps T, I forgot her full name. Deeps, Deeps but Deeps is her, you yeah. know, nickname. And she also said she only dated white boys. Mm-hmm. So they had a connection. And it's like, okay, you know. You know, in the show, you could see, like, okay, maybe he's becoming more deep. You know, maybe he is not as shallow because he definitely came off super shallow. Mm-hmm. You know, he's seeing, like, it's more about internal and, you know, his emotions, all those things. And he mentioned that Deep is a perfect girl. But he's like, she reminds me of my auntie. Like, I just, I can't fuck her. Like, she's just not, I'm not physically attracted to her. And That's he literally thing. said this to everybody on the show. Oh, on camera. On camera. Mind you, because I watched the reunion, and Lil T, they were like, the cat, the, you know, what they show on TV was just, snippets they're like that's even just the nice things he said they're like he said worse really they said he said worse so my question is like have you ever been in a situation where you're dealing with a guy and it's like there's no physical chemistry or you feel like he's not attracted to you no yeah damn i hate to say it so but no because i wouldn't I, I wouldn't i don't there's never been a situation where i've been with someone the only thing the closest thing i could say is in high school i was with a guy he was attracted to me physically, you know, all uh-huh. of that. But he he silently wanted me to be lighter. Like really? He, yeah. Okay. I was low-key thinking about that situation earlier today. Where is his, his name still M? Okay, I'll make sure. Like, do I know who this is? Okay, okay, you, okay. You know, you know. Okay. You know the deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, 
yeah, that was that. That's just it. that's the closest I've related. But all of that, you remind me of my granny, auntie. Yeah, you know. This, I mean, let's be honest. Are you attracted to deeps? Um, not so much. But she didn't deserve that type of treatment. She didn't deserve that. And I will say, to me, deeps was not so unattractive. Isn't that? The attraction can grow. That, that's what I'm saying. She wasn't so unattractive that, like, if I was genuinely in love with her as a person, yeah. I couldn't love her. Because I'm not going to lie, I, you know, I'm known for not dating the cutest motherfuckers. So I've been the type that, you know, listen, I'm keeping it real. I'm the type that personality comes first. Like, okay, like, you, you can't be but ugly. But if I feel like if there's good chemistry, like, okay, you know, there's connections there. You have a nice personality. Other things abs up. The connection can actually grow. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And then you start to be like, oh, you know what? His nose ain't that bad. You know what? His right. eyes, you know what I mean? Like, his head ain't that big. You oh, know? Yeah, I'm definitely a, like, you know, even just thinking the the people that I'm like, eh, you know, yeah, I, you guys are qualities, but you're right. like, as soon as I fall in love, I'm like, you're perfect. Your hairline is so perfect. Like, I accept you for who you are. Like, everything. So that's why I'm like, bro, you couldn't have loved her. Yeah, he, he didn't. I think I think it real. was even like he showed his ass out with this reunion. He did. Did he? But he showed his ass at the wedding. I didn't appreciate. So imagine that times ten. It's it's times ten because you know he's a vet. You know, um, he old and he's old. He's not. He's, he's not, not young. He's, he's not young. Old. He's not no spring chicken. Um, but yeah, it's just crazy. You know, for me, have I experienced a guy not being attracted to me? Not really, but I have experienced you know, maybe a guy I'm dating comment on maybe something about my body. Maria, a guy I dated, he was like, oh, because I do have stretch marks. I'm like, I got stretch marks on my butt. And he was like, oh, yeah, you have stretch marks. What are you going to do about it? Bitch, it's there. It, it's been there for years. It's nothing. I'm like, what you, you going to do you, about you, it? Like, you know, it's on something like, is there any cream you can use? Is there any? And I've, it was the first I've never heard anyone like criticize my stretch marks, you know, because it's like you know, motherfuckers call it tiger straps. Like, oh, it's cute, it's sexy, whatever, you know. But it's just like to be like, you know, is there something you could use? Luckily, I'm the type that I'm like, this is my buddy, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But you know, in hindsight, sometimes you do think like, well, damn. Now he had me looking for the first time, actually, like, oh, okay, is it that bad? You know, where it's like, whoa. And I find that, you know, not to be biased, but I do find that men are freer mm-hmm. telling women what to correct absolutely. than women are to tell men. Absolutely. When like, they look busted. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You know, especially amongst girls, one thing we'll for sure talk about is like, oh, I hate the way my man dressed. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's a big one that women talk about. I hate, I hate the way my man dressed. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And that's something super fixable too. Yeah. Compared to the stuff that men say about women, I yeah. think that's like... We can always change our wardrobe. But then when women talk about it, we're always like, I don't know how to bring it up. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to slip it in. Mm-hmm. So on and so forth. But it's like when you talk to your girls, men will always be like, my, my man tell me I need to go to the gym a little bit. Or my man tell me that my head. Like men will be quick to tell you like, absolutely, you fine and all, but fix this. No, absolutely. And we women, we're like, we accept them being overweight. We accept them. Being unshaven, being no haircut, being dusty. Be, it's a lot of beings. Like, like we, we accept them because we like we love them deep. Yes. We see the beauty, the handsomeness in them besides what we actually physically appear. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? We, we always see men for what they could be at their best. And that's the thing. We women, we fall in love with the potential. Yes. And that's what we end up losing at. But not my girl deeps. I'm so happy that. Spoiler, Don't spoiler, queen, spoiler. Yeah. You know, spoiler. Deeps. Definitely, her not not choosing to marry him. I was happy for her because I was I'm like, "Girl, so glad. you better." 
Yeah. You better. Yeah, I'm so glad. I'm so glad she did not say yes. Because then it makes me, it always makes me think about Jared and, um, what's her Mallory. name, Ayana. Okay, The Ayana. Jared, Mallory, and Mallory. Ayana situation. Because I'm like, well, they seem happy, whatever, whatever. But I'm like, damn, is that how we be, as women be missing our blessings? Because, you know, on the show, spoiler alert, Jared um, proposes to Mallory first. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as she says no, he instantly proposes to mm-hmm, Ayanna. Mm-hmm. You know, like, every, you know, they probably got some sort of time limit mm-hmm. in the pods before mm-hmm. they're like, IG, propose to somebody. Mm-hmm. So he proposes to her, and, you know, that was kind of like an underlying thing. And yeah. it made me think, like, damn, is there, you know, with women, is that like an ego thing that we need to check? I mean, I think th- with that situation, it does make you question, like, did you now come to me because it's like, okay, she said no, so I'm the second best. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, he had a strong connection with both of the ladies, right? right? So it's like, okay, she said no. So it's like, okay, well, she ain't that bad either. Like, I do have a strong connection, with her, connection right. with her. So we could definitely figure it out. So I'm going to propose to her for the sake of the show or for whatever reason. Um, so... I think that because she did mention like that was in her head for the longest. Like, right. am I the second best? Am I the second choice? Like, I what? It's hard as an individual as a woman to not think that I was not your number one choice. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. another woman had it ahead of me. Yeah. But is ahead. that okay though? Because I think that we as women we hate that idea. Like we yeah. do hate that idea. You know, outside of the obviously, I'm not yeah. the first woman my mm-hmm. man dated. But like, even that whole like. I, t- I told y'all the story on this podcast about how my mom was telling me how, you know, early when she was dating my dad, she was like, girl, you know, when we was first dating, it was other women. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like he was dating a bunch of us mm-hmm. and we all knew about it. And then it was okay. just kind of like, whoever wins. Woman win. uh-huh. And then she was like, you knew girl, you know, she was kind of school me or some shit. And she was like, you know, you knew girls be so afraid of the competition. Right. That's how she phrased it. Damn. You know, like, we be so afraid. She's like, if you if you the it girl, you know, like, then you will shine. But if mm-hmm. you're not, if it's not meant to be, it ain't meant to be. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. And it just made me think, like, damn, as women, is that something that we demand out of, not necessarily insecurity, but is it like a false ego? I mean, yes or no. I think yes, as you mentioned, like, is that how we miss our opportunity? I mean, yes, yes. I think it's a yes or no situation. I feel like if the man assures us, Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not about the man. He assures us, and then his actions follow up with it, right. not just his words. That you know what? Uh, I proposed to her. I tweaked. She said no. But you know what? You actually the right one. And I'm glad that she said no. Because right. I meant to be with you. Little spoiler with the um, reunion, you know, the host, Nick and uh, yeah. Vanessa. Uh-huh. Vanessa was like, I'm his second wife. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and she's the mystery. Wasn't Jessica Simpson the first wife? Yeah. And he was, she was like, I never wanted to be your second wife. Like, I wanted to be like, me and my husband were each other's first marriage, and that's it. So she was like, the fact that I'm his second wife, like, hey, it is what it is, you know? She and it's, it's, a different, I mean, it's, a, it's a different situation, but it just also goes, sort of goes the line that you are not the number one. You weren't the first. Yeah. Uh, he found someone that he wanted to marry before he came to right. you. And that situation led y'all together. It would be a lot to think about. It really, really do. Yeah, I think Ayana and Jared, they're cute together. They're mm-hmm. cute. I do see the genuine connection. I'm happy that he's with her. Then um, Mallory. Mallory, I see better, better connection. You know, I think Ayana. Yeah, and just besides that, I think Ayana would ground him down a little bit more. Yes. It would help, you know, him focus and bring out the best in him. You know, just besides even like, oh, whether she's black or not. Of course, you're rooting for the black couple. But you'd see the genuine connection. And he was really vocal about how he apologized. He's sorry. He tweaked. I mean, he tweaked a little bit in the show when him and Mallory ended up meeting up. I didn't think and he tweaked with that. I thought that was natural. It was it was inappropriate to be saying, "Oh, I would have gotten you a gold ring." 
I felt like it was inappropriate as well because then you're what are you saying? Because you're saying if she ain't said no, I got the perfect ring for you, and y'all would have been together. No, I ain't Excuse even. You know me. that's so funny because you know what was it two weeks ago when we was arguing that other point? I honestly because when I saw that stuff, I saw this kind of like we shared a moment. Yeah. Because to me, I always thought, like, Jared is completely over this Mallory girl. Mm-hmm. I think it was just the initial of, like, damn, mm-hmm. we really get to see each other, and I yeah, almost yeah, yeah. married definitely, you. Definitely, definitely. And so on and so forth. If anything, I think he was just trying to flex. Cause you he know, was definitely he, trying to flex. He, he was big flex. You got an old Chicago man, And it was big flex. That was a Chicago man moment. Like, it, oh, obviously. Chicago men, they going to let you know, like, yeah, that's nice, but I do it better. But I like, think they it, always going to let you it, know. In the that. reunion, it was hard for him to, like, put that into words and be like, you know, I'm just a man, a black man. I was just trying to flex on your ass. Like, you know, buddy ass ain't get you the right wing. Because, like, if you're gone with me, I got you. I would have got you. I, you and that's exactly and, how and, abs- and absolutely, yeah. it is a flex. But it was disrespectful. It was a joke. It, and he had, he said it was a bad joke. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially being on camera, you could have whispered to this shit, like, or, you know what I mean? But, but it was just. Was fiend. Boy, she was thirsty. You could see it in her eyes that at that very moment when she saw Jared is when she knew she wasn't going to marry Salvador. The connection was weak with Salvador. Salvador it was mariachi and shit. And I'm like, what's wrong with you, bro? It, he's just. I feel like Salvador Loki is giving slightly toxic. I ain't gonna lie, G. He giving um he using that mama's sing- boy. He using that singing thing to kind of like you know woo you in, but it's some little. He definitely got machismo vibes. Yeah, whatever, like... whatever. Um, but it's 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 a good show, G. Natalie and Shane. Oh, that, that's you know, the she Asian said girl. No. And... Mm-hmm. She said no. I knew she was going to say no to him, no. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, this cross-cultured and all, but it be some cultural differences that people cannot get over. Do you think it was a cultural difference? I secretly that? think it was a cultural difference. I don't think and so. she won't say it like that, but it is that. Right? Because at the end of the day, it is ingrained in her culturally to have a certain level of responsibility, to have a certain level of financial stability. You know what I'm saying? Like some of those things is also family, but also cultural. Like you can tell that it was, it's like a, we don't do this in my family. Just this, that, and the other, and, and that, that, and the way. Okay, and what I think I'll, he was too goofy. What, okay, you know, to a certain point, I do agree. Because just to give some background information, um, Natalie, she's Asian. I think she's Korean. Is she Korean? I forgot what's okay, But she's Asian, and he's white. He's from Wisconsin, white. Yes, you know he's like an original white boy. And he had a connection with some other girl, Shayna, another they, white they, girl. They would have fit each they other. They would have fit because he was all about, what are you wearing, Shayna? You know, but anyway, back to Natalie and, and Shane. I think the main difference that they did have, Natalie's more serious. She's like, okay, what are our finances looking at? Yeah. She's like, I'm ready to buy a house. I'm ready to set up. Like, she's that stereotypical Asian in the sense that she's smart. Her money's calculated. She knows what she's doing. She knows her next step. She's serious. She kind of reminded me. Reminded me of myself a little bit in the sense that, you know, she's a type that she doesn't give guys compliment because he wanted her to be like, compliment me. Tell me I'm hot. You know, tell me I look good. Tell me I'm good enough. And she's like, get your goof ass. Like, what the hell? Like, you, like she's like, you really fishing for a compliment right now? Like, are you fishing for a compliment? He's like, yeah. Like, he's like, you're so mean to me. Like, you're so mean. And I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, in a way, it does come off me, especially from your intimate partner. You yeah. want them to at least say something sweet, like, you know? I look beautiful. So I think that was, like, their major conflict, like, their communication. Like, their love language was completely different. Like, they couldn't really understand each other. I, always, I felt like she was just thirsty to get somebody in the pods. I don't you think he so. really likes her like that. Because mm. even when Shayna first told him, like, you know, I really loved you. Or he was hurt, boy. He was hurt. He's like, fuck, I already proposed. He's so dramatic. He's so dramatic. He's a dramatic dude. Then them other people. I mean, I'm happy they got married. Danielle and um, 
Danielle. And oh, that, and, and Nick. Is that his name? The, the white guy? Girl, that marriage was forced. I mean, they say they're happy. They're married. They're happy. You know. I could, I see them being together. I just see that they also had a lot. Would have had like it's a lot of bickering in that relationship. Yeah. But I see the relationship. I wouldn't be surprised if they do get a divorce. Really? She's too much. She's exhausting. She's I'm very sorry. insecure. She it, and it's She's like we all insecure. have. I think you know, as women, we all have insecurities, right? Whether it's about how we look, you know, our weights or how our ch- upbringing, our childhood, but you cannot. You know, place that on somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think her issues were just, they were just misplaced so much. And she immediately was like, oh my God, it's because of this. Oh my God, it's because of that. It was just so much about her. I didn't like it. It Gee, was exhausting. She blew me when she was talking about something. You weren't as happy as me when I was happy that our families met. I'm like, girl, get your dumb ass, bro. Like, how old are you? You sounding goofy. Like, just take that, the W and keep it moving. Like, like I'm sorry. I would, mm mm. But it's a good show, y'all. It's um the reunion is out today. As I said before, they have Love Is Blind Brazil. They have Love Is Blind China. No Japan. Oh, you gonna watch all of those? Uh, I tried watching the Brazil, but I'm not a fan of like when you know because they're obviously speaking um their, their language. Native tongue. So it's like when it's like you know the other uh, voice on top. I'm oh, like, the, the voiceovers. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like it. You know, it's just it just doesn't match. It's like it's not that deep, G. It doesn't match. It's just match. a dating show. It, exactly. But they have a new dating show coming out. So. We'll see how that goes. What's the name of that? Ultimatum. So it's about two couples. One wants to get married, right? One is like, eh, I don't know. So they're bringing different couples together. So you're going to date other, you know, each couple date each other. We date each other. like that already? I think so. But couples would date each other and it's like, you're going to decide if you want to go back to your actual partner and then get married or like, hey, this is a better fit that I found. Netflix is coming for these dating. Mm Because there's definitely a show like that already. Oh, yeah? Yeah, there's a show like that. I forgot what it's called, but there is a show Mm -hmm. like that already. I think so. Something Island? Is that what Love Island is about? Yeah, it is something something like that. that. Yeah. That is exactly what it's about. I'm like, y'all, this is some risky-ass shows, boy. Okay. But you think you could do it? Because I low-key almost went out for this. Um, Love is blind. I can do love is blind. That's what I'm talking about. I low-key almost went to those auditions, G. I could have been married. I could have been Jared's wife. No, Jared is cute, boy. No, Jared kind of. No, he he thin. handsome. And you know he 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 big Jared too. He he thick he, and he like that nice body type. That, he giving big Jared. Okay, yeah, you can nah. tell his family is probably like from South Holland, G. Because you know they showed his mom. G. And dad. When they went to this house, I said, I'm like this South Holland. I said, boy, your ass went to see and I could tell. Like you definitely is that type. Like no, he cute. He cute. Like you definitely that type. He cute. Okay, let, let's let's move on. You know, we talking about babes, relationship, and all that. Um, there's this there's this podcast in Nigeria. I want you to play the clip. I think I just sent I sent it to you. And basically, the question is: Should the man pay for a babe's transportation when they go on a date? So, mind you, in Nigeria, you like you know when you go on a date, and when we say transportation, it's like cab fare, right. Uber fare, all of that. Um, play the clip real quick so we talk more about it. Ask me for like a. Uh, one thing, one thing. I know, okay, no problem. Just now you call it makeup artist. No, uh, 30,000. 30, you test different outfits. We have wig, and I'll go out to meet you. I always expect, oh, it was nice meeting you. Just take. What you are saying is that you are going out of the house to make money from the guy. No, it's not no. about making money. Do you know the cost of being a fine girl in Lagos? It's expensive. You ask me out for like a long time. Oh, let's hang out now. One thing, one thing. I'm like, okay, no problem. Now you call a makeup artist. Uh, 25,000. 30,000. 30, you test different outfits. We have wig. And I'll go out to meet you. I always 
always expect, oh, it was nice meeting you. Just take. That's What's pretty much thing, it. Exactly. I mean, and I think, you know, even though this is based in Lagos, Nigeria, but it also does, like, relate to over here because we girls over here, we are like, do you know how much it costs to, like, lay our wigs to buy our frontals or makeup is expensive? You know, our dresses be expensive. And what do men do? All they do is what? Get a haircut, get a shirt from H&M, H&M and that's it. You know what I'm saying? So for them, they're like, you know, after the date, they're expecting. It's also part of Nigerian culture. Like where like right. you go somewhere, you whether, you know, you go visit somebody, whatever. It's it's part of the culture. So like gift them like, hey, take money. Whether it's like mm-hmm. 50 bucks, you know, like, hey, you just had a child. Here's money. Like you're an elderly, elderly person or yes, whatever. Yes, it's just, okay. it's part of it, you know, and I think it's definitely abused. So now my question is, you know, just trying to make it relate to us in America. Do you think, you know, um, a man should definitely like, um, what's the word? Should not, what's the word when somebody like gives you money, not gives you, gives you money for something. Hey. Should a man give oh. you money? No, it's especially what I'm looking for. But should a man give you money for coming out of the day? No. Like, should he be like, you know, you look good here, take. I ain't gonna, I'm team, I'm team guy on this one. Okay, okay. It's just like, girl, someone, come on, get over yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you're gonna be a bad bitch, be a bad bitch. You always a bad bitch. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm not no bad bitch for you. I'm just a bad bitch. Like, I live that. girl. I, li- I live that lifestyle. Be the egg girl. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if, you know, and I'm coming on a date, you coming on a date. Now, if you say, okay, oh, I'm going to be a gentleman and pay your way home. That's nice. Right. But right. I don't expect that because I came to the day. Because what else? How else was I going to come but it's to the like, day? Exactly. Like, obviously, you had the money beforehand, right? You had yeah. the money to buy the wigs. And it's like, oh, yes. I mean, yes, it is expensive to be a cute girl. Let's be real. Like you saying, you want to be a bad bitch. It's expensive. Oh, yeah, it's expensive. You want, to, you want to keep your hair done. You have your makeup, your outfit. I mean, even us, we're talking about this podcast. We're like, damn, we got to get dressed. Okay. Yeah, I'm saying, even like, no matter how, we, it's like. Y'all we got, see, we got, I got a new hairstyle every week. <laughs> Mama's got to plan this shit. Makeup, what we wearing? Are we coordinating? Whatever. Like, all those, all those things adds up. But keyword, as you said, if you're going to be a bad bitch, be a bad bitch. You know, if you can't afford to be a bad bitch, and it's like, you know, I feel like bad bitch is relative. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It's subjective. Like, everyone has a different definition of bad exactly. bitch. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers have bad bitch of, like, you wearing frontals all day. For me, I got exactly. lost. I still consider myself a bad bitch. You know what I'm saying? Because like, Erykah Badu being a baddie is different than Jada Chivas. Oh, yeah, right. I forgot Chichi. I'm like, who's that? Yeah, exactly. No, for real. It's different, different, different from levels. Ari and all yeah, that. Yeah, like you those are saying? different types of oh, bad bitches. You know what I'm saying? Angela Rye. That's a different type to me. You know what I, I mean? Like Angela Jasmine Rye Sullivan. Is a bad bitch. Exactly. But they all Jasmine have their. Sullivan. They got their pockets. Different. Issa Rae. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like they're all. Us, crush cultured babes. Period. Bad bitches. Okay. Like we all have our different definitions of what bad bitch look like. But I feel like women, we need to stop relying on men or putting men, giving men that responsibility of like, you need yeah. to pay for me being a bad bitch. Like, like you basically paying for me to be a bad bitch. That takes no. away from chivalry. It does. Because it's like, if we want chivalry, then the whole, the whole thing that makes chivalry chivalrous is. The unpromptedness. Okay, of it. grandma. English grandma. Okay, teacher. Okay, continue. But that is what makes it shivers. It's like being unprompted, right? right? Like it's you having that natural urge as a man to say, Oh, as a man, I'm gonna do this for you because I regard you as a lady. Mm-hmm. I regard you. Ooh, that's what makes it shiverous. Yeah. But me being like, I came here, I arrived, it's expected. It takes away from it. It does. It takes away from it. it I no longer feel like cherished. Yeah. I feel commodified. So it's like 
You know what I'm saying? If you're going to care for me because you care for me, then care for me. And if he ain't if he ain't doing the caring that you want, keep him moving. Keep him moving. But don't demand it. Somebody's going to pay your taxi. Exactly. Because if you demand it, it just makes you look cheap. It makes exactly. you look cheap. It does. You're begging, for, like, you're begging for money. I'm like... You are holding? Gee, for me, I'll never go on no date without my card. Gee, always. You got to have that safety net because... Guys be crazy out here. Muffins be like, I forgot my card. Or, oh, you know, guys be pulling crazy shit. And I ain't no goofy. I'll immediately, before we even talk, oh, should I tell you? How do you? I'll let it be known that no, no, no. I can yeah. afford it. Yeah. But what yeah. what you trying to do? Exactly. And uh, I hope you be a gentleman and pay. But exactly. if not, I got I got it. Because I've definitely been on some dates where somebody was like, oh, true, my zealous. And I'm Ooh. like, okay. Like they said it before you said it? And I'm like, yeah. And I be like, <laughs> There you go with the tip. Deuces. Like, yes. don't ever do me. Is that a turn off? It's a, an extreme turn off. Yeah. You remember that one? <laughs> you remember that one guy went on a date with? It was a cool date, too. And then when we came to pay, he made some... He said it was a joke, but it was an expensive joke. <laughs> because he not said... Expensive. He was like, damn, so you not even gonna pay your half? It was some, like, shit like that. And I was like... Oh, bro, how you want it? You know what I'm saying? He was like, no, nah, no, nah, it's good. I already paid. Baby, I ain't talked to that man. Ever. Then he texted me back like, wow, so you ain't going to talk to me because of this, this, that, and the other? I said, I thought you were serious. And that, to me, was a turn off. Absolutely. Because it was just me and you, and it was just like $20 for real. It was that like. So it was like y'all went to know some major restaurant. Y'all got a full course meal. Like baby, the bill was like eighty hundred dollars. We we was a hot part. It was like drinks and little finger foods. Basic. I don't even think we ate food. I think it was more, mostly drinks. It's like, come on, I don't come up shop, sh- um, cheap. It's like don't come up cheap now. How you gonna press me? That's what I hate too. Because men exactly. do be pressing you like ah, da, 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 commenting on all your stuff, want to go out with you, and then you go out and it's like. For me, I respect you if you tell me beforehand, right? Because I've gone on a date. I think a guy I met on Soul Swipe, and we go on a Ooh, couple of dates. He's girl Soul Swipe, Soul Swipe days. Um, and you know he did tell me beforehand like, um, you know you got the wine like you bring a buck because it was a bob byob uh, uh-huh. whatever you buy the bring the wine pay for tip i bet you know pay for oh, the nice. drinks whatever and it's like he told me beforehand so like i prepare my mind and i was able to decide if i'm okay with that that's a good you know what i'm saying because I, I i get it if like because as we women the same thing like men also be struggling too baby you know what gas I'm is five dollars a gallon we all out here okay so okay. like if you keep it real you say respectfully then, I mean, of course, naturally, when we would be like, damn, come on now. I think this is the same guy. I think we're supposed to go go out to the movies. And I, and I ended up paying for the tickets, right? Because mm-hmm. I was free at the moment, whatever. He's busy at work. And I was, he's like, okay, I'll quick pay you. Then he quick me to do the exact half to the fucking coin. And I'm like, damn. Baby, that's cheap. It's cheap. It's cheap. But you know what? You know, your approach about it was decent. But, you know, it does give cheap, cheap mindset. But moving forward, he communicated first. And I'm like, okay, cool. I mean, we ain't, we ain't together. So, it's like, she ain't work out because I ain't finna do that all the time now with the hell. But, you know, for me, it's like, it's all about communication. Oh, yeah. Like, shit happens. You broke, fine. And being broke doesn't mean you should not go out and have a good time, you know. But just stay in your lane. And for me, okay, I had to say this, too. Because this whole being broke mindset. So, men be really digging their own hole with this, mm-hmm. right? Because I don't think the goal is that we're necessarily, I mean, obviously, everybody wants to date a millionaire mm-hmm. but obviously i'm not in a millionaire circle at the moment okay it's coming but my circle is, you know it's giving middle class at the moment <laughs> so you know so for me what i enjoy in my courtship is that 
You as a man find worship now. Okay, bitch. You know what I'm saying? You find okay. those moments to like show up, right? For example, you know, I like a guy that every so often you just give me twenty on gas. It's okay. just twenty dollars, mm-hmm. but it's the principle of mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna just give you twenty on gas mm-hmm. just to alleviate you every so often. Mm-hmm. And I think that men overthink it. Like everybody mm-hmm. ain't look. We're not looking for Birkins and you know that's the average woman isn't looking for that. You know what I mean? But it's like to me, I'm a damn damn like that twenty dollars feel like you just tricked on me, man. Oh, like, okay, you know, like damn because you know in your because in your mindset it really is the it's the mindset because what that tells me is that, that counts, when yeah. you do have it, you would do it. Okay, that's what it's telling me. You know what I mean? It's not about having it now and it's that the other. It's the thought process that in your mind you view caring for me as a woman as caring for me in any way that you can. Exactly. Or like you buy me lunch today. In your capacity. You know what I tell men? I feel like, you know, sometimes men get mad and be like, oh, women are gold diggers. Listen, all women want security. That's it. And we were naturally built built like that. The same way men are naturally built to like, oh, want sex. They want a, a woman who's fucking them or whatever. We, every woman, every class, every socioeconomic status, every race, every whatever, we all want some sort of security. Yes. And security doesn't mean you're a millionaire. It does it not. It doesn't mean you're rich as fuck. It, it doesn't not. mean you're a thousandaire, but you give, you take care of me the little way that you can, that you, you can afford to. And whether it's twenty dollars, shit, thank you. That shit made me feel good. Exactly. Gas in my car, food in my belly, and I feel good. My man did this for me. Like, okay. come on now. Like, y'all like. need to. Be, I think men try to like go for women that there's not that that are not in their lane, and then you get mad when the wind turns you now because you ain't got shit. It's like, she already on a different social status. You want to stick to the streams and the rivers you used to. Okay, come on now. Come on now. Shoot. <sighs> but you guys know we got to bring it to um, a little bit of some serious news. Absolutely. Um, so there has been a recent string of unfortunate deaths of women on the social media sites. So the re- most recent one is there's a woman by the name of Asia Maynard mm-hmm. who was dead after a white. I'm sorry, dead after a date with this white man named Isaiah Crown. Um, And what adds to this and makes this an even more devastating story is that this white man, Isaiah Crown, has a past and a history of um, dating and harming women that he dates. Absolutely. So this happened in Kansas City and Asia Maynard, like, you know, she's a black woman. She's a mother of four. Mm. And, you know, um, her cousin was aware that she was going on a date that uh, on a date with a white man that she made on a on a dating website. Mm -hmm. So she went out with him and they were together. So apparently the white guy was the one who called the police. He said, you know, the next morning he calls the police. He tells him that she wasn't feeling well and he found her lying down. He rolled her over to see if she was still alive and found she was stiff. The police picked her body up and her Velcro was at. How Velka was at his house, so she went to his place. And, of course, was the corona whatever. They were like, oh, you know, it was death of natural causes. This is a young woman, G. This is a young woman. Why? And I think I noticed that with these people, huh? When That's they go crazy. to, you know, view the body and see the cause of death. Natural death, natural causes their go to. Because it's like, it's you like y'all not work, that. y'all not working hard. Because we just talked about another black lady that met a white guy on yep. Bumble, right? Yep. Another white guy, and they called it natural causes, and she was with him. How the hell is it natural causes? And, and as, she was drugged. She was drugged. And as you mentioned, um, he does. I saw on Twitter someone posted that oh Isaac, whatever his name is, that he's had. They've known him like for like four or five different cases where he's like drugged people and he's led to their death or something. 
And it's just this white privilege is real, G. Just the fact that they see, like, oh, he's a white man. He look decent. He got a job. He got a family because he has a daughter. Um, like, he ain't do nothing to, like, y'all are not investi- investigating this cases. Like, you guys are not taking black bodies, black women bodies. Seriously. I think that also, you know, not to sound like Dr. Umar or somebody, but I just feel like black women um, that date white men, sometimes put their guard down too fast with white men. Because it's like, I would say that, I, I would say this, and you know, I don't know Asia, may her so rest in peace, but I feel like if black, you know, as a black woman, if we were dating these black men on a dating site, mm-hmm. and they was like, oh, slide through my house or whatever on the first meetup, a lot of us would raise suspicion. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. but I feel like just off GP that he was a white man. There's this certain like, like oh, he's white. He ain't gonna do he, shit. He ain't on that. You know what I'm saying? He ain't on that. He did mm-hmm. that, and it's just kind of like, don't put your guard down because at the end of the day, it's still a man. It's still an unfamiliar sight. And to me, I find more comfort in my own people than outside races. So that make me mm-hmm. actually have a higher alert Absolutely. that he is a white man because in my mind, I'm feel like, what you do? You even like black people? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what is your relationship to black people? I don't want anybody that's like, I'm cool with you. No, no, no. What is your relationship with black blackness to begin with? That's a good point. So I have nothing else to say. Like that, that no, like literally, that's a good point because we do think like that. Like, oh, white people, oh, they weak, they're lame, like they can't they, do nothing. Yeah. Like, what? I could be his ass exactly. if he try something. But it's like no. But they, you know, I mean, this is not to make a generalized statement, but. Some of them be sneaky. You know what I'm saying? They be thinking a little deep, like, I'm going to put someone in her drink. You know what I'm saying? They they do a lot of those drug rape situations, And that's too. any man. You know what I mean? I'm not saying it's to say that. Like, I, but I just feel like in in conversations, if it was the same situation, right? You have you dating a black man and whatever. He got a daughter. All of that stuff. There's never a time where I'm like, oh, he, you know, he has a kid. He's a cool guy. Mm-hmm. You always going to be like... Uh uh-uh, uh, girl, why he tell me to slide to his place on the first day? Mm-hmm. You know, you don't think about that. So, my advice to anybody st- using social media and dating sites, please always go to somewhere public. You know, let people know where you at. Let people know where you at. And if you're gonna do like a home visit style, don't do it at night. Don't mm-hmm. do it where you in a situation where it'd be like, oh, I may not be able to get home. And let let motherfuckers know that oh, you got people who know where you at. Yeah. Like for me, if I was to do something like that. Oh hey girl, I'm over here. I just got to his house. Like you're gonna there know. FaceTime you want Absolutely. Plan. So that would put fear in his mind, like, oh wait, if something happened, they would trace it back That's to That's the him. alibi immediately. Absolutely. Oh, she FaceTime, woo woo woo, they was fine. Wasn't no natural cause. Exactly. She was peppy. At that age, talk. a mother of four, she's a young woman. Exactly. I don't think she's up to thirty. Like what? She's not, she died of natural causes. You ain't say she had a heart attack. You ain't say she had a stroke. You ain't say diabetes. You didn't say anything else. You said not nat- What is that? Nat- I'm, I'm just trying to say, like, what is natural causes at this point for a young person? Exactly. Come on. So, you know, prayers up, though. Mm-hmm. Prayers up. Um. So, you guys, I mean, I don't have a baby yet. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I don't. Um. But I would imagine, you know, going out with kids is a lot because you got to take them in them big-ass seats with them big-ass bases they put in the car seats. Then you got to hook them up in five different seat belts. Then you get somewhere. You got to do all that shit all over again. Mm -hmm. So there's this one woman who... She ain't feel like doing all of that, especially mm-hmm. in like little places. Like I'm about to go get some gas. I'm running and get some gas. Come out, my baby, right there. You know, you know, I got to pop in, pop out. Her husband did not like that. Yeah. So he thought to teach her a lesson, 
he was going to prank her by kidnapping their baby. Mm -hmm. So he kidnaps their baby. The woman is obviously freaking out because she thinks that her baby is gone. And he tells her, hey, yo, chill out. I got the baby. This was just a lesson to show you Mm -hmm. that when you, you know, leave the baby in the car, when you do your little errands, this is how anybody could mm-hmm. steal our baby mm-hmm. what do you say to that i mean it's a very expensive prank you yeah. know what i'm saying because i can't imagine the heart attack that she would feel at that moment like my baby is gone however he taught her a very good lesson and it's a needed lesson because things really happen in a twinkle of an eye i do get it because look listen i'll be home with you every time because it really is a lot traveling, driving, going somewhere with a baby. You got to get their bags. You got to bundle them up. It was the winter, whatever. Make sure to get the diapers. Sometimes they be shit. It's, 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 it really is like you have to like plan ahead. Like whenever I go with my baby, I, the, the day before I'm really planning out, like what am I going to wake up? What am I going to do this and that? Whatever. What? Like my every step I'm planning it because you, you want it to make sense. Right. But you know, and I, but with, you know, you, you, you go into a gas station you going in and you leaving the baby in the car. That is dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Like, not even just kidnapping. People be carjacking. People take cars. Yeah. When you hear so many situations where, like, they hijacked a car and the baby is still in the back seat. Yeah. That happens, G. That happens. And you come out, you're like, damn, where's my car? Where's my baby at? You know what I'm saying? Or what if an accident happens? Someone could really hit your car and your baby is in the car and you're not in the car. You know what I'm saying? It's just so many things that could happen. And people really do be out here kidnapping babies. People yeah. really be out here looking like, oh, it's the baby in there. The baby's alone. The door ain't locked. Even if the door's locked, I could bust the window. I could, you know, try and get in the car and take the baby. And I believe with that story, he said he's warned the wife. He told the wife many times, like, this is dangerous. Don't do it. Whatever. Um, and she still kept on doing it. And I'm glad he did it because it's like, now she really know how it feels if something really happened. You just, yeah. it's hard because I think, sometimes I think, you know, if you're a single mom, you don't have a community, you don't have a village to help you. If you need to go grocery shopping, if you need to buy gas and you really have cash, it's like, how do you do it? But sometimes you really just gotta unstrap the baby, take your asses to the gas station, even though you're going to be there for literally 40 seconds. Do it and take your ass back because at least you have the peace of mind that your baby is with you. He he or she's in a car and nothing's wrong. I definitely here's the thing. It's like whatever. Lesson aside, for our marriage, we would definitely need counseling because I would be on the verge of divorcing you. But like, okay, but also don't forget he's also I a fifty fifty parent. So it's like you not listening to what I'm saying as a parent. No, I get do. I get what he's saying, but that's just a big like. What if I've warned you and you ain't doing nothing? I know, I get it. I get I get his point of view, but also for me, it would it would be like It's scary. That 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 was a lie. I would rather you just take the fucking baby. Just take the baby then. Why What do you mean take the baby? That's what you did. You know, you always have the baby then. Oh. You know what I mean? Like you always have the baby. Mm -hmm. Because what situation are we in that I always have to have the baby anyway? Because to me, what that tells me is that she doesn't have enough times where she Mm -hmm. doesn't have the baby. I mean, yes and no. That could be the situation, or maybe she's not planning her day according that she needs to plan. You know I mean, what I'm saying? and, and it so, could that, be that so then that's both of them, right? Because if that's a constant issue, absolutely. Then whatever it is that she needs to do, that she keeps having absolutely. to leave the baby, in the absolutely. Car, then y'all need to figure Abs- out. No, what absolutely. Needs to if you've warned her about this, then the conversation could be like, "What can we do to make sure you don't do exactly. this anymore?" And you know, I'm hoping like if them, you know. We don't know the situation, but I'm hoping he did that. And the fact that it still didn't work out, he's like, I need to do something crazy 
to make her know that this shit is crazy. That that's is, it's that's for real. super wild. To me. You know, it is wild, I, I but that's whole, how it happens. Here's the thing. I get the whole idea of she needs to learn. Mm-hmm. But for me, this is me. I never want to be in a in a relationship where you feel the need to teach me a lesson. Yeah. Right? Because it's like, no matter what's going on, I shouldn't be like, taught no lesson yeah, yeah we should find a solution to the problem and i think on his end i never want to be in a relationship where i have to constantly tell you something or where you put in our lives and our family then and our child's life our solution risk. and it's like that's what i'm saying like we both don't know the situation so we don't know what the middle ground was of you course know what I'm, saying? But I'm saying like to me that that was not a viable solution yeah it was i get what i get it but i like, bet she ain't never gonna do it again her life g of course but it's like <laughs> also i will never trust you again as my husband Oh yeah, because that, that, that's it's, like, it's, as I said, it's an what expensive kind of weird joke. Ass, it's heavy. You know what I mean? Like what you know? I get. What you're and saying, I'm hoping like that's deep PTSD. And I'm hoping, obviously, definitely. And I'm hoping like he wasn't. He didn't do it like for hours or like you know. I'm hoping like she came out, she see the baby, and he's like, I'm here right now. You know what I mean? Like let it be just for two seconds. Don't let it be like you want to teach your lesson for a whole day or for some hours because then it's like that's yeah. wickedness. You know what I'm saying? Because it's kind of like yeah. I I agree. It's, you know it's, I mean? like, it's trauma. It's, it's, it's trauma. It's just definitely trauma. No, I get the whole like it's you trauma. Can't be my baby, but it's also like, what if it was that big of a deal for you hiring him? Exactly. No, I I, I agree, G. It's trauma because this situation is where I'm just my baby. I'm just like I have to think like, can I go? Can I leave him? You know, like it's, it's scary. You just never know. And again, it's like, just could up kudos to mothers out there who are literally single mama, mothers and don't have a village because sometimes you do have to like really run out real quick to just go get something and leave your baby in the house real quick. You know what I'm saying? There are moments where, like, I'm, I forgot like I forgot things in the, car, in the car, and I'm like, damn, I need this shit in the car, but my baby's upstairs in the house. What am I going to do? I literally wait for, like, when his dad comes in or somebody else comes. Like, I literally wait, like, hey, I have to go get this real quick. You know, and it's inconvenient as fuck, you know? But luckily, I do have someone to be like, you know what I mean? To help out with that. Mm. So it's hard, G. It's hard. It's, it's scary, G, because I can't imagine that happening, G. I would be mad forever, G. Yeah, I definitely would like not. Like my husband, too. I, I'd be mad We would forever. have to go to counseling for real. Speaking of people who are mad, so the game, he's been out here just spilling shit, talking about he big mad, big mad. What podcast was it that he went on? Is it the Drink Champs? Yeah, JCN was on Drink, drink Champs. And he was basically just talking big shit. You know, what do you... Just give more about that story. So you guys know, we had to start from the beginning. So you guys know last, oh yeah, last month around this time, we had the Super Bowl. And the Super Bowl was big because we had Dr. Dre and friends. Um, and it basically was like a lineage of Dr. Dre and all the things he's done. Um, but the game kind of felt some type of way about being left off. Because those of you that don't know, the game was signed um, to, I believe he was signed to, to G-Unit. Okay. Yeah, I think he was yeah. actually signed to G Unit, not necessarily Aftermath Records, but with the way that everything kind of went, you know, they were all under some umbrella. So the game felt some type of way about not being, you know, part of the halftime show. He was like, what, 50, Mary? But do you think he even fits in that halftime show? I don't think the game has a song halftime show worthy. Because hate, hate it or love it don't cut it, baby. If you ask me to name one the, the game song or to sing one the game song, Nada. I got two songs for you. What song? This is how we do. Hate it or love Sing it. Sing the this year. How does it? This is. Oh, how that was we him. Do, we gonna do. I know that song. It was yeah. him. 50, oh, uh, for me, I, uh, I think Fifty Cent. When I think that song. Oh yeah. What other song? Um, hate it or love it. The underdogs on top. And I'm gonna. Oh, okay. I know that. Yeah. That was him. <laughs> 
bitch handles. <laughs> okay, but that alone. Okay. The funny thing was Mary was on the remix. They oh, made, maybe they could have had a little medley. I beg, but it wasn't forty please. seconds to spare for that. Listen, so, we talking about top stars. We talking okay, about history. We talking about each of them only had about a minute. Mm-hmm. Like literally, maybe like forty seconds to a minute. Ain't things gonna be the game? To do the game hoe ass that so, be posting dick pics. Jason, I beg, it wasn't gonna be you. It wasn't gonna be. So fast forward, Jason. Now you know his thing was he started hanging out with Kanye West as everybody does when Kanye West is in album shit. mode mm-hmm. and whatever and he gets on Drink Champs podcast Drink Champs with Nori um, who was it on there with Nori whatever Nori and the other guy and he gets on there and he says that Kanye West has done more for him in the two weeks they've been running around than Dr. Dre has done in his whole entire career two weeks really in 14 days that's what two he said weeks. he said that Dr. Dre has done this his own. but then Dr. Dre like start off his career yes if your career was not started by Dr. Dre, if Dr. Dre did was not, produced by Dr. Dre. If Dr. Dre did not start off your career, if he did not give you the platform, you would not be in the circles of 50 Cent. It, like, you would not be there. Was it 50 Cent or Kanye West? Was Kanye West he saying? Who, yeah. You would not be in the circle of Kanye West. All you I'm just saying wouldn't. is, one blood don't ring off like this is how we do. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm going to say. But I have a question. It made me start to think, though. Especially because we're up and coming, mm-hmm. you know, podcasters and stuff, and there's people that's gonna help you. So, what is the limitation of what people owe people for helping them get on? I think you definitely always have to acknowledge what people have done for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't forget what people have done for you. Okay, let me give an example. We have a videographer. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you move on to the next level, I ain't never forget that, oh, he recorded our first set of videos. You know right. what I'm saying? And if I'm, if I'm in the space where I'm allowed to be like, hey, you know what? I know a videographer. I would like to take him along. You know what I'm saying? I would like right. to also help his career because he helped us as well. You know what I'm saying? If you can provide opportunity for those who helped you, why not? Facts. Acknowledgement is Facts. also one. Give praises to them because you have Facts. to... Acknowledge those who helped you. But what if y'all like, like, because I will say this. Mm-hmm. Let's say the game and Dre probably ain't Done they fall out. You know, I don't necessarily think it was like a dramatic fallout, yeah. but let's just say that the you know the careers have expanded. Yeah. I mean, maybe Dr. Dre isn't a great example because obviously he piloted yeah. his careers. But you know, for example, a lot of we talk about this often, but some people don't know that we had like we wrote a TV show mm-hmm. before this was officially a podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And. Who knows what if some people say like, oh, and even before the TV show we wrote, we wrote another TV show. Mm -hmm. What if people say like, oh, that, you know, that creativity that, Mm -hmm. you know, let's say if we, when we finally pilot the TV show, Mm -hmm. people say that, well, they were there in origin when we were first playing around with it. I think it depends because our situation is quite peculiar. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And those are two different situations. So we had a cross-cultural TV show and then yes. we had a home and abroad or whatever TV show. Yeah, I'm sorry I brought the name, the name but the name. it ain't nothing right now so I'm just going to say the name. That script I'm sorry. Was okay. It was a good script. Wasted script. You know, and it's like now the f- so if we do make it and you know, we write another script and people are like, "Oh, we're a part of the Or when we make it and the script comes out." Yeah, and they'll are we gonna write not home and abroad but but just we write another script we make it you know whoever is involved it's like oh well I was in private whatever I mean sure thanks for the practice (laughs) 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 like I'm not gonna be like but people need to know their lane at the same time you know what I'm saying Mm. like people be trying to take so much credit when you know like damn well you 
Come on now, these niggas know I ain't no NFT. Like, come on now, you, you can't. Didn't, you you ain't school me. You 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 didn't teach me. You didn't upgrade me. Period. You know what I'm saying? It's not like you did anything different. That's a different story. Now, yes, I'll say yes. You were part of my moments of when I was my origin story of starting. You know what I'm saying? Of trying to figure things out. Things out. Of course, why not? Why would why would I not mention? Why would I take that away from you? There's no point because it's, it's not gonna cost me anything. It really is not gonna yeah. cost. So if you really want to hear me say publicly, thank you. But moving forward, you don't deserve anything more, more than that. Yeah, I'm saying, not for real. Like moving forward, you don't deserve anything more than that. And yeah, and that's my thing too. It's like I feel like there's such a thing. At some point, I've repaid you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, like I have people we work with creatively. I may have done some stuff for them in the beginning, and then they've, you know, they've done stuff with us. They've been on the podcast. They've done this, mm-hmm. this, that, the other, and it's like that's paid. I'm, and you it know don't be like that, like, but but is it like is it that when you do something for something for something for someone are you is it like a debt? Are you saying like okay, well I do hope you repay me in the future? Is that is that mindset no, but coming that's, to pay? That's the idea of networking, though, right? Mm-hmm. Like the idea that if I've worked with you and we do this project together, when I need something done in my project because we have a rapport. Mm-hmm. It would be easier to get you on board. Absolutely, absolutely. So I think that's the idea. And sometimes you're able to like in a great relationship, you guys are able to give that to each other. Absolutely. You are able to be like, Oh, we did this together. So now three years later you're working on this and we did this and that was me holding you down. For yeah. That. Like I think that's just natural human nature. Like Good human nature. Like, someone did something for you, you should want to also help them whatever way you can help them. But the game should have known that the Super Bowl was not. It just it, wasn't it was his, his level. Ministry. It wasn't, it wasn't his, his level. Wasn't his, wasn't his ministry. We might have did this for the BET Awards. Uh-huh. We might have let you come through. BET Awards, sure. Maybe MTV Music Awards, whatever. Okay. Yeah. You know? But come on, Super Bowl. Yeah. Even just see the lineup. You yeah. don't fit in the lineup. Whether you, Besides the fact that, oh, you yeah, walked under you Dr. Dre. But you don't fit with Mary. Like, that whole lineup together. Yeah. Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Kendrick. Because even 50 was like a guest. Because even people were like, damn, 50, half is he yeah. coming to that? You know what I'm saying? Like the but like, surprise guest. Exactly. Appeal. And we're like, yeah. okay, we're able to accept 50 because, you know, it's 50. You know, he did have major hits, you know? But it's just like, come on, the game. You're an Instagram boy. What is this? Damn, he's an Instagram model. Instagram he's an Instagram model. Damn, he be pushing underwear pictures. Damn, that's disrespect. Please. No, come on, please. You've degraded Damn. yourself to love. Does 50 Cent post, does Snoop Dogg post underwear model, underwear Now, don't picture. do that. 50 be on the internet cutting up. He be cutting up. But we're saying, do he be, he be cutting up because he's that natural asshole. You know what I'm saying? He be talking shit. But does he post underwear picture? No, he doesn't. Panties picture of showing your dick prints? Come no, on. Cuban wouldn't allow that. Come on, you doing OnlyFans. What's that? Yeah. I mean, not to put down sex workers out there, but hey, you a sex worker, G. <laughs> you a sex worker. Please get in your lane, G. Come on. And you met, he big mad. He stay talking about this shit, too. Exactly. Poor go thing. Go on, sleep. Go on, write a new Everybody album. Everybody disappointed. Go write a new album so that we cannot put you on your on the map. Go write new music. Damn. Because that's what it is. You did mad because the little that you have, they make it. Did he pay that girl for that lawsuit? Yeah, he, did not, he did have a major lawsuit for that yeah. weekend show he had. He Wasn't he dating that girl, India? That's my girl. He sure was dating a little ass Please, fingering her in public. Please, Jesus. come on, get out. Get out. And get his out. baby mama, the old teacher. She, not the old teacher. I liked her, though. No, I like Tiffany. She's just an old teacher. Damn. What? Cause she was in her 40s. Yeah, and she a teacher. <laughs> so let me know I got hope. Yeah. 
nonsense anyway let's move on to the next thing so you guys the NAACP Image Awards were this week uh-huh. shout out to them let's clap it up for them NAACP still being out here being seen um, so they had of course some major winners they had you know Issa Rae winning for best female actress in a comedy Method Man won for best uh, male actor in a drama for the ghost Mary J. Blige won we had a lot of great wins but what stood out to me this year was this year they actually had categories for podcasts. I did not know that. Boy, we better yes. come on. How do we get in? So they had four new awards that were honored that were honored um, in podcasting, which was podcasting and news and information, lifestyle, self help, society and culture, and arts and entertainment. We fit into the society and culture. We fit into all that shit. What's the list again? Uh, news and information. We do. Lifestyle and self-help. Okay. Society and culture. Okay. And arts and entertainment. We do. We Anything do. you want to give us, give it to us, NAACP. Okay. That's so, awesome. So, yeah. So, they definitely had four. And I, and I actually think that that's amazing because I've always imagined EGOTing. For those of you that don't know what an EGOT, that's somebody that gets an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony Award. Mm-hmm. And I've always thought that my Grammy would come from podcasts. Amen. Who, do you know the podcast that they did award some... Um, so the Outstanding News and Information podcast went to Sunday Civics. Um, the Outstanding Lifestyle Self-Help podcast is Two Funny Mamas. That's, um, with Kim Whitley. Okay. Um, then for Outstanding Society and Culture podcast is Jamel Hill's Unbothered podcast. Okay. And the last one, Outstanding Arts and Entertainment podcast, went to um, Atlantic TV. And I think, I think that is with Keegan-Michael Key. I think, you know, I, they definitely do the survey, but I think sometimes with the awards and stuff, they tend to give it to... We should not forgive their celebrities first, oh, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. So also does give them, like, a little leeway. Like, sure. you know, but not taking away from their talent, because I'm sure they have good podcasts. I don't think I've loved... I've not listened to any of their podcasts, actually. I mean, The Read went on there. The Read? I, you know, I thought you actually thought you were going to say The Read, because they've been around for, like, a good seven, eight years. Yeah. I don't like The Read, though. I used to... When I... You know, The... I used to really listen to The Read, and they made me want to have a podcast. Mm. I'm not going to lie. No, The Read was, or I, I was like, even though I don't listen to The Read, mm-hmm. and I never like, yeah. had an affinity, you have to respect what they did in Absolutely, the and they've been doing space. it for a while. Because they were one of the first uh, podcasts Black to podcast. break, like, exactly. in that, like, in that style of podcast, too. Exactly, exactly. That whole social commentary, mm-hmm. so on, so right. forth. So, yeah, they definitely do that. Another thing. one I listened to was The Roundtable. They're not, they were sponsored by, um, what's this, that was sponsored this Facebook, all this, this, you know this this company. Ah, yeah, 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 what's, what are they called? That girl started, the girl that is in that new teacher comedy show. Abbott Elementary, BuzzFeed? BuzzFeed. They're sponsored by BuzzFeed. Yes, I be forgetting names, G. Um, (laughs) Roundtable, I don't think they're around anymore, but it was basically two black women. One was Ethiopian, one was American. Oh, nice. Um, Just, you know, some cross-culture shit. Similar, because, you know, she grew up in Ethiopia and migrated here, whatever. And I like their podcast from their different point of views. Um, But yeah, girl, one day, you know, we manifesting it. March manifesting. Okay, we manifesting okay. that we also gonna get some awards one day very Big soon. Get our deal, get the awards, do all of that, and y'all could say that y'all started with us. Aren't y'all proud to be our underground fans? Okay, like listen, y'all been through with us. Yeah, that be making me proud. You know, like when I started following Drake and Nicki when they mm-hmm. were just. Little they babies. were just mixtape artists mm-hmm. and stuff. That's how I feel. So y'all share that moment with us. 
Yes. So next on the list, um, so TikTok star was arrested by FBI after shoes in the video that they posted in if the shoes in their video was spotted during armed robberies. So basically it's TikTok shot um tick sorry, tick I'm drinking too much too much wine cheese. <laughs> TikTok star. His name is Chosen. Chosen Terrell chosen, Hannah. Right. Okay. <laughs> Twenty-two year old. He posted a video of himself dancing on social media, and he's wearing um, certain shoes called the stick-up shoes. So it was connected to a ring of armed robbery. And I'm like, this arm, this FBI is they really be on social media? G. G. Yes, because everybody posts on social media. Like I'm like, so wait, y'all really on social media? Like, wait, those shoes look familiar. Yeah, those are the shoes that was connected to this arm robbery. Mm. We finna arrest him. It was some type of Nikes with red spots and shit, whatever. But it just shows how dumb you are as well, because it's like you on a loader for this shit. Yes, like how? Like on that show, Inventing Anna, she builds like her whole case off of Instagram. Like the reporter literally was like. Oh, I have all these leads because y'all were taking pictures together on Instagram. Y'all were doing this. On this place, it shows that y'all went here together on Instagram. Like, Instagram. So because of that, we need to give him the Lodo of the week. An Lodo. Somebody who is a dumbass. Stupid. Makes poor decisions. Comparable to a donkey. Oh, Lodo, Rabata. Woo! ass. G, you got to be careful what you post on social media. You have to be careful, G. Like, your clothes, your location, like, all that connects. And people be able, people are able to put two and two together. Yeah, it just is kind of like, G, you... You, you, dumb, you, you dumb as hell. You ain't had no business. You dumb as hell. Posting that. You dumb as hell. You, could, you couldn't wear some other shoes. Yeah, it just... You really just had no business And I feel like... That. By now, we know that the police, they really be on social media. FBI, social media is, they're, they're, that's their sources. And it also made me feel like it was too soon. Like, I don't necessarily know when the robberies were. It was too soon. But for them to be like, it's he connected to a string. He was thirsty. It's like, bro, you still in the string. He, you were thirsty. Like, you were like, I got some new kicks. And mind you, he, he was shirtless. He had some, um, some, little booty cutter some shorts. basketball shorts on and the shoes on. So, of course, I'm finna zoom in like, mm. Like, you don't got nothing on but shoes. But shoes. You too thirsty. That, you dumb as hell for and that. And the TikTok won't even run. It wasn't. It was like, what was you doing? But but you know what? There's, there's been a string of TikTokers being arrested. I don't know if you've noticed. Ugh. Those major TikTokers that have a lot of following, there's one that had just arrested a TikToker, a girl and her mom, for murder. Because they, they did a TikTok about the murder. Yes, it's some Hispanic parents, mother and daughter situation. They did a TikTok, some like some fake TikTok, like oh, some they made up some fake murder scene. But come to find out, they murdered motherfuckers. They did. They did too much. So it's just like y'all TikTokers, y'all need to be careful. Like social media is all fun and dandy. Yes, you could promote your business, you could make money off social media. But if you know you, you doing some slick shit, G. Come on now. Side note, you seen that TikTok about that lady talking about what is supposed to be Iman and Tiana? I saw that. Do you think that TikTok is true? I mean, I'm not going to lie. When I first saw it, I sort of believed it. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Because I've learned to not place, you know, heavy faith and hope or, you know, uh, or just... Just ad- admiration for celebrity couples. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because basically she, some white lady did a TikTok of just kind of like 
playing out the lives of this celebrity. She did and the like Beyonce and Jay- exactly uh-huh. Beyonce and Jay Z, the cheating Becky scandal. Yeah. Um, they also did what's his basketball player and his wife, Steph, Steph oh, Curry. Steph no, do we them? don't know if that's them, but they're like because she has like a furniture company, a furniture line she wants oh. to bring out, and I guess Steph Curry. You know, based on the video, it's like. Oh, like, why do you have to bring out your company now? It have to be all about me at the moment, whatever. Something like that. You that know? one is giving fake. Because if you see Steph and Aisha, they just don't even give that. Exactly. But it's like, you never know. Like, True, I mean, I've, obviously, know. people make up fake shit. People yeah. do the most on TikTok. Especially TikTok. People really do the most people on TikTok. Do. You know what I'm saying? It be old folks that be old as hell. They be young folks that be old, young as hell that you like, why are you on TikTok doing all this nonsense? Um, no but variety, man. you just can't, you can't take it seriously. G. You can't take it seriously. You gotta be careful. You don't be dumb out here. G people watching G oh, y'all the feds are watching. Y'all looking goofy on the internet, but let's go to our care for the culture. Mm. So, um, this kind of happened a couple of weeks ago. Um, but we are just getting a chance to talk about it. Our care for the culture is none other than our newest Supreme court justice miss katanji brown jackson katanji brown jackson is the newest um pick for supreme court justice which is also part of joe biden honoring his campaign promise to bringing a black woman into the supreme court um if given the opportunity i do want to talk a little bit about miss miss brown and all that she does she grew up in miami florida she is the um, child of two public school teachers she graduated from harvard college and harvard law school so she a double double harvard degree absolutely um she's been confirmed by the u.s senate with bipartisan support Three different times. Wow. She actually served as a law clerk justice to Justice Breyer, who is the actual justice that she is replacing on Mm. the Supreme Court. So it's beautiful in that way. And she would be the first former federal public defender to serve on the Supreme Court. She got hella credentials, boy. We really, 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 without a doubt, love to see it. So let's give it up for her. Yes, ma'am. I do hope we see some sort of change, you know, because sometimes these things are so tokenized. Like, yeah, it's a black woman on Supreme Court justice, but Roe versus Wade what is, he gonna do? is currently fighting to be overturned. Mm-hmm. So it's like, really, you know what I mean? Like, what do we do? You know what I mean? Like, wow. critical race theory is being banned in schools. You know, know what right? I mean? Like, so yes, this is great not to rain on her parade, but also I would love if... Um, they would just stop giving people like titles without giving them any real power. Yeah, absolutely. Because I feel like our good sis Kamala is like screaming, get out. Ah! But yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. Don't forget to follow us on all our social medias. My social media is Erica Mona, E-R-I-K-A-M-O. M-O-N-A-A. And mine is at damn underscore I'm fine. That's at D-A-M underscore I'm fine. And our podcast is? At Cross X Cultured Podcast. That's Cross with the X Cultured with the D Podcast. Absolutely. So, Demi, I have a question to ask you. Oh. Is love blind? Do you think love is blind? Love is stupid. <laughs> So, so love is, is it, so is it blind? Yes or no? Well, for some people, no. But for me, nah. Oh, okay. I thought you said, you better say for you, yes, it's blind. Nah, bro, I gotta see you. 
Shine your eyes. I got to look at you. So my quote is related to that. It says, they say love is blind, but I disagree. Infatuation is blind. Love is all seen and accepting. Love is seeing all the flaws and blemishes and accepting them. Love is accepting the bad habits and mannerisms and working around them. Love is recognizing all the fears and insecurities is fragile and will shadow when life is not perfect. Love is strong and it strengthens because it is real. Love ain't blind. You got to see what the fuck you love in G. Love be in your face for real. I don't know how people so say you, you got to shine your eye. It's certain things you got to be like, okay, but shine your what? Like, it just anyway, shocked me that you lifted your lash know, right? for that. Like, this morning is strong. What the fuck? And like, cause no, this whole time I was sitting here like, damn, Erica got her International Woman Day earrings. Oh, oh, but oh, Erica got like Susan B. Anthony or something. I got the queen. I, no, real quick, the queen is alive, bitch. The queen is alive and thriving. That's the thing about the queen. She gonna be like, y'all bitches try to kill you me. You thought I was dead? New sanction. I'm alive. I'm a bad. I'm a bad bitch. You can't kill me. That's the original <laughs> it girl. Period. And this is cross culture. And I'm sick of y'all trying it. Bitch got seats, but ain't nothing to buy shit. Sorry, hoes hate me because I'm the it girl. I ain't never asked to be the shit girl. Don't call me sis because I'm not your sister. You really need to come and get your mister. Seeing all my ops linked up in the picture. Everybody look busted, injured. Stocking my page, bitch, probably want a scissor. Owl in the mouth like I kissed her. I make moves in silence. Hoes might never look like I'll drop dead for a broke nigga handle me. Do say this bitch bitch energy. Y'all love-